Take It Home, a wrestling podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Hilton, and my uh, esteemed colleague, Jay Steele, is not with me. He's not on the phone. He's not on Skype because we could not get together to do this episode to save our lives. But don't fret because both of us have our reviews for WWE No Mercy 2017. We're just giving it separately. So, you know what? Let's just jump into it. Okay, so... If you want to reach us, we have a Gmail. Take it home, 757 at gmail.com. If you want to message us on Facebook, but also follow us, please do. Uh, just search Take It Home. We have a Twitter. Go ahead and follow us there, Take It Home Pod. If you want to listen to all our episodes, you go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com or search The Podcasting Couch on iTunes. Uh, we have Zach's movie show, which is really Zach to the future. We have Taken Home and My Chronicle, which is my chronicle of becoming a new father. So good times, rock and roll, party like a rock star. So let's do this bad mamma jamma. We are going to talk WWE No Mercy 2017. Uh, starting with the pre-show, Elias defeated Apollo Crews. And really, for me, like, it's a solid match, but I do feel for Apollo, like, this is a guy that's come to the main roster and really hasn't shined. I mean, he's really good in the ring. He's crisp. He's got some, you know, flashy moves, especially for a bigger guy. And I just, you know, I don't know what they want to do with him. Uh, but Elias, on the other hand, I felt like he's a guy who's been in NXT and had struggled there, but had a gimmick and really trying to get it over. And I think his character is one of the few that actually thrives on the main roster. I feel like he's he's doing his thing and, you know, solid match between both workers. Um, then we go on to the, the main show. The opener of the main show for the Intercontinental Championship is The Miz versus Jason Jordan. And if you listen to the pre uh, preview episode that we did where, you know, I wanted to know what we were going to get for the Intercontinental title for the pay-per-view, I, I didn't know what we were getting. And once I found out it was Jason Jordan, I got to be honest, I wasn't in. I just, I don't care uh, about Jason Jordan's character right now because it's very Rocky Maivia. And if you get that ref reference, you know what I'm talking about. But, I mean, it just, I, I wasn't into these two wrestling each other. And to be honest, hot open, very solid. The Miz has become a, a great competitor. He's becoming more aware in the ring. He's working the crowd like he does. And the crowd was really behind Miz. And I mean, as the good guy in the match. And Jason Jordan, I mean, solid in there. I mean, he's trying. I give it to him. Between The Miz, Roman Reigns, John Cena, the man is getting some matches. They just can't force him down our throat and give us this blue chip baby face. He's got to have some kind of like maybe bad guy intentions coming down the line because he's just not interesting right now. And with this promo that he cut after the match, eh, I wasn't feeling it. But solid match between both guys. Our second match on the main card, Finn Balor defeating Bray Wyatt. And this was a cool match because Finn had to prove that he could beat Bray Wyatt uh, without the demon. And before the match started, Bray attacked 
Finn and really, you know, messed him up before the match even started. And these two just really worked well together. I, I mean, I, I, I don't get a lot of Bray matches and feuds where, you know, I'm, I'm interested by the third match, you know, second, third match. But, you know, they kept me along through this entire feud. And it should be over now. I don't know. But um, Finn comes out with the win. And it's a hard-earned win. And, you know, I, I applaud both men uh, for a really good match. And, you know, so far on this show, two really good matches. And like I said on the preview episode... Like I said on the preview episode, um, I wasn't sorry about that, guys. Um, Brooke came in and wanted to kiss my earlobe. So. How am I weird? Whatever, Brooke. Well, Wife. Slammed the door. Slammed the door. I don't know if they heard that. Actually, it did spike. Weird. Okay, so back to my review. Um. So, yeah, the second match on the card, awesome. And let me tell you, Finn Balor looking good in those grays and whites, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God, let's move on. So we move on to the third match on the main card, which is Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins defending the tag team championships against Cesaro and Sheamus. And this match, already match of the night. And everybody's going to know Cesaro like pushing his teeth up into his skull uh, during the matchup. But I think there's other things that we can talk about real quick. So let's go back uh, to the beginning of the match. Like something happened and I, you know, I haven't read anything, but something happened where Dean may have popped his shoulder out or maybe it was actually work, but it was a great storytelling uh, device that, got me hook line and sinker if it was real it was real if it wasn't whatever but it was something that like made the match you know ooh ah is that is that really hurting dean is this is this a part of this i don't know but the story of that really got me and then you know with cesaro pushing his teeth into his goddamn jaw um you know, still working the entire match. And from what I read, he got a standing O after the match. I mean, Christ sakes, man. He is a man. All these men in this match were men because they were just kicking each other's ass. And to be quite honest, that's what you got to do. And, you know, uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, the bar, like they are proving to be one of the best tag teams in recent history and I'm I'm enjoying this entire feud with them. I'm enjoying what we're getting match wise. Like I said, this is match of the night for me. And for for this show to give me three matches that back to back to back are good, I was just thrown off of how much I was enjoying this show so far, especially with only the main events being the stories that I've cared about. But match of the night right there. Um then we move on to Alexa Bliss defending the Raw Women's Championship against Bailey, Emma, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks. And this story has just going into this. I mean, it went from a one-on-one match to a fatal four-way to a fatal five-way. And once I realized that it was a fatal five-way while I was watching the show, I almost like blew a gasket. 
But then they did the match. And let me tell you, runner up for match of the night, this one. Because these ladies were all on their marks. There were things happening. I think actually bump of the night, not counting Cesaro's teeth going inside his goddamn skull. I gotta be honest. Move of the night, the powerbomb to Nia Jax onto the ground. Good God. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. I really couldn't. And it it definitely surprised me to being such a good match. I did not see this coming. So good on them. Um for the for all these women to to make a multi person match, which I gotta say they do with the women all the time, but actually pulling out a, a match where I highly enjoyed Alexa Bliss defended, retained Good for her. I think she is a strong women's champion and proving so. Then we go to one of our co-main events. Roman Reigns facing John Cena. The lead up to this match has been so on the ball and so right. But the, the I didn't I didn't watch the promo that Roman delivered because I got to be honest, don't care about Roman. Uh so I didn't watch the the go home show promo. And I don't know. I, I don't think I think we needed a face to face interaction between these two the last show. But, you know, the video package, it said it all. We got the match. It was, you know, these guys had OK chemistry. I mean, it was pretty, pretty standard John Cena match or Roman Reigns match. I mean, it, it is what it is. I enjoyed it. It didn't, you know, it wasn't a barn burner or anything like that. I don't know how I feel about delivery of three AAs and one super AA and my man still kicking out whatever. That's their call. Two spears to beat John Cena. I've seen John Cena, you know, get out of more, but whatever. Um, both men, they did their work. It's supposedly the the passing of the torch. I knew Roman was probably going to win this one. I was kind of hoping Johnny was going to come out victorious, but whatever. Passing of the torch, it was a decent match. I mean, I, I have no complaints, to be honest. Uh, we go to Enzo Amore uh, defeating Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. The match was weird. Um, they've been pulling this, you know, Enzo's not as good as the other Cruiserweights, and he's cheating the win, and that's exactly what we got here. I don't know how I feel about it i mean enzo is the face of the cruiserweights i mean the man's got pop the man's got heat so i don't know how i feel about this it's just a story that i'm just gonna have to go with uh go for the ride baby you know what i mean but enzo won it wasn't it's the worst match on the card i mean neville tried his ass off to have a match with him but i mean neville's super quick and super agile in that ring so he kind of had to bring it down a little bit to wrestle uh enzo but i guess it is what it is it won't it won't too bad then we go to our main event of the evening which is brock lesnar facing braun Strowman for the wwe universal championship i was really looking forward to both men just beating the living tar out of each other destroying things around the ring destroying the ring destroying the audience destroying the cameraman destroying the ice cream guy destroying the beer guy just r r real anarchy s happening and that's not what we got 
we got Braun Strowman, you know, beating Brock Lesnar at the beginning and then Brock getting to Suplex City and then F5 and that's the match. I think I think it was a letdown. I think we could have done more between these two. I, I don't know if it's killed uh, Braun Strowman's uh, stuff, but... Yeah, yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't enjoy, I'm going to be honest, but um, it, it was okay, it's an okay match, it's okay at best, so, you know, after I watched this pay-per-view, I was really in, I was like, wow, they delivered a show with stellar main events, stellar, you know, undercard, and then I've let it lay for a couple of days, and the main events, John Cena versus Roman, I wish was the last match. Um, but, you know, they gave me Strowman, Brock, and it just didn't perform to where I wanted it. So the final two matches on the show kind of like dipped it down a little. Um, so after thinking about it on a couple of days, I finally, because originally my grade, I was going to give this bitch a nine because that's how impressed I was. But because the final two matches kind of did dip down a little bit. I'm going to give the show an eight. I think this is one of their better pay-per-views of the year, uh, especially with separated raw brand. Um, But yeah, uh, that's my uh, grade on the show. I give it an eight. It's watchable. Watch it on WWE network right now. I think you'll be able to order it on Amazon or you can cheat and turn that son of a bitch like a mother. Um, Sorry, I'm cussing lately. I'm just losing my mind. All right, so that's my grade. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give this bad boy to my boy Jay Steele, who's going to wrap up the show for us. So thanks for listening, and here's Jay. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is your friendly neighborhood uh, superhero, former superhero, formerly Jay Steele. Uh, Yeah, and sorry if this is not going to come out as clear as it normally does. Zach and I were not able to record in the studio. No, in fact, I am on location uh, in the caverns of uh, Cape Charles, uh, Virginia. Yeah, on location, we're scouting the uh, new uh, minerals and stuff. We're digging up rocks and what have you. So yeah, that's where I am. I'm recording this on my phone. But we did watch No Mercy, and we're going to be talking about it separately here. So it's going to be interesting coming up with conversation topics to do that. But I'll tell you this much. No Mercy, I would thoroughly enjoyed watching No Mercy. Uh, Things happened. Uh, Some other things didn't happen. And uh, things happened, of course, if you watched it. So let's just jump right into it. I'm not going to get into everything. uh, Just my uh, favorites. I guess maybe I will get into everything. Okay, never mind. So uh, we kick off the night. Uh, was it the kickoff? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt, uh, giving us a match that, uh, me and Zach called, you know, it's going to be a great match between those two, um, two great, um, athletes and wrestlers and characters, uh, facing each other, man versus man, not the demon. Um, I really liked the psychology and the story of this match, how, um, you know, Bray was very, um, Bray-like, um, and then Finn, who, um, uh, Bray attacked right away uh, before uh, it even started, if I remember correctly. I know it was only a couple days ago, but um, I liked that. And then Bray um, was taunting Finn, and Finn was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm going to come and kick your ass. So um, they ended up getting the match on, and then uh, Finn was a ball of fire, which was really good. I liked to see that from him. Um, and then Finn ends up getting the win, which uh, came out of nowhere. Um, 
And I liked it how Bray was basically taunting him the whole time and, and thought that he had Bray, uh, Finn where he wanted him. And then all of a sudden that kick comes out of nowhere and then boom, coup de gras, And uh, that was it. So um, I'm okay with that because like we talked about, um, not just trading wins and losses you know it doesn't really accomplish anything so hopefully we can move on from this now and i'd like to see bray going into um a uh, meaningful story now um and i mean we're getting pretty close to it's almost it's only a couple months away from royal rumble season so hopefully something big is coming up for bray um that we can see him heading into uh the new year with um so yeah great match i, I really enjoyed that um, what else happened? Uh, the tag team title match was awesome. Uh, again, we knew that was going to be great between the teams of uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus. You're not going to get a bad match out of those guys. Um, and they delivered. I really liked um, everything they did. Uh, scary moment there. Cesaro busting his face on the turnbuckle. Um, <laughs> been there before. So, um, yeah, that was that was kind of sick looking. I guess his teeth got jammed literally up into his gums. So um, hopefully he's not going to be out too long for that. But I imagine there's going to be some type of surgery or something to to correct that. Or maybe just pull him out. He'll, he'll probably just pull him out and get some fake ones, I, I bet. He's a man. Um, but yeah, the I really liked the sequence there towards the end. Um, you were you were keeping Dean out of it. Um, they were messing up his uh, him on the outside, throwing him to the stairs there, messed up his shoulder. Um, so a couple really good um, false finishes there. And then um, I really liked how uh, the miscommunication between Cesaro and Sheamus, where Sheamus kicked Cesaro in the face um, and then uh, picked up the win. Uh, Rollins got his... Uh, uh, his ripcord knee and then right into the uh, dirty deeds um so that was a cool little little finish ski there and um rollins and ambrose retain really liked that match as well uh the women's title match i was actually pleasantly surprised with it being a fatal five way for the 800th time um i think the ladies did a really good job um keeping nia Jax. um kind of out of it like they all kind of teamed up on her which you know you could kind of imagine that was going to happen being that Nia Jax is the biggest um threat in that match um sick bump to that double power bomb on the outside um that, I man uh, I've been on the receiving end of one of those before too just where you get folded up um, not necessarily a power bomb into the apron or uh to the outside but just one of those really high bumps on your neck um and I mean Nia like we've talked about and not take anything away from her. Like she's a big girl. Like that's a lot of weight to ha ha uh, land on your neck. So uh, hopefully she's okay from that. She did look okay. So um, looked like uh, looked killer though. Uh, I'm glad Alexa retained and uh, moved on to the next next opponent, which I guess um, would be Oscar. We would think. Um, I mean that's not till December, but so we'll see what happens between there. But I liked Alexa retaining it. Um, we did say me and Zach um, we thought Emma Emma maybe coming up out of that so that way Oscar could just destroy her um and I guess that could still happen um before December since that's our next pay-per-view for Raw uh being TLC there so um yeah good job with the ladies again um there was nothing in on this card that we thought was going to be bad they were all designed to be good matches so uh, I'm just really glad that the Fatal Five-Way didn't turn into a cluster um and it was really good and then let's move on. I'm going to skip the Cruiserweight title match because that's exactly what I did. I skipped through that. Um, didn't really care. I saw Enzo won. Uh, yeah, cool. That happened. Moving on to John Cena versus Roman Reigns, the semi-main of the night. 
wow just wow Johnny always produces we've been saying that for years um, and the thing about it is and we've talked about this with Roman how if he's in there with a guy that can go he has a great match and he does and again with John Cena he had a great match and I feel like he did pull out more than just 800 punches and 30 kicks and headbutts and Samoan drops. I feel like even though those things did happen, but with Johnny being the type of worker that he is, it was placed so well that I didn't feel like, oh wow, there it is again. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like in a, in a regular Roman Reigns match. So that just is a testament to not only John Cena, but everybody else that is awesome that Roman has had a good match with. The guys like Samoa Joe, like the Finn Balors, like the Daniel Bryans. Guys that know what they're doing and can go and can carry this guy. Yeah, I said it. Can carry this guy and give him a great match. But then you have out the times when, oh, I don't know, a little thing called WrestleMania when Roman couldn't carry The Undertaker. Like when he was like, hey, kid, this is your time. And he couldn't do it. So, you know, that old thing, I mean... Um, Johnny uh, puts the kid over, you know, he's not burying anybody. Roman goes over, Roman beats Johnny cleaning the ring, one, two, three. And I like actually, it's weird because I know I've hated on Roman so hard, but I actually, I like this because um, with Johnny doing this elevated Roman, we'll see how it ends up going over in the long run, but um, four F5s and Roman kicked out. And then it was only two spears and two Superman punches, thankfully, and Johnny went down. And I like that because you can kind of see maybe this is the, the story that they tell when Johnny was sitting there at the end of it, you know, kind of shaking his head. It almost seemed like a goodbye. I don't think this is a goodbye for John Cena. I just think it was one of those things where, um, you know, like they said, passing of the torch. Um, and you can do that too because, like, not even necessarily that Roman is Superman, even though, you know, that's the whole thing, but um, that Johnny is maybe losing a step. You know what I'm saying? He could come back and say, hey, you know, you beat me fair and square. Maybe I, I thought I was um, this good and, and you were better than me in that night. You know, whatever you want to go with that. Um, but you know that, oh, John Cena's lost a step. I don't think he actually has, but he's a great, great man, great match. Um, and that's weird for me to say being a Roman Reigns match. Um, but I really, really enjoyed that match way more than I expected to. So um, kudos to you guys. Um, and then I'm going to jump to the main event and what a main event it was. I really, really, really loved this main event. Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Just like we said, Brock was the underdog. Just getting manhandled by Braun. Um, yeah, and, and I just liked um, how it was kind of um, that fight all over the place. Um, and Braun did good. There was a couple times where I thought maybe, um, not in the beginning, but towards the end there, um, just kind of things were felt a little rushed maybe um, when he was he was getting out of something that wasn't supposed to be, uh, like the, the suplex cities when he was getting up, you know, that's fine, whatever. But I felt like later on as the match dr drug on, um, took its toll on a little bit, could have maybe sold that a little bit more, but maybe that's not what they wanted. So that's just, that's just my opinion. Um, and then... Um, Brock ends up getting the win with that F5. Uh, and you know what? I can believe that because you look at this monster Braun Strowman, right? And for a monster that big to be taken off his feet, 
spun around and landing all his body weight on his face, you can believe that that would take somebody out. The F5 has always been a devastating move. But look at the Big Show, too. Same thing has happened. Like, all that weight coming down at an impact, um, you can believe that. So, um, again, that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, but I'm happy with that, and I don't think this is the last time that we're going to see Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Um, and we've said it before, Braun one day will be champion for sure. Um, he has that in him, and he's gotten so good as of late. Um, it's just a matter of time, just, you know, um, getting that rust off. Not the rust, but... Um, um, honing those skills just a little bit more, um, he will definitely be universal champion in the near future. How near? Time will tell. Maybe two years, I'll say. I'll say two years. I'll call it right now. I'll give it a Jay Stradamus there and uh, say two years. Two years around this time. It'll probably be like Survivor Series. He'll win it in two years. We'll mark that down right now. Timestamp time, time stamp that. Um, so yeah, that was No Mercy. Overall, I really enjoyed this event. Like me and Zach said uh, a couple weeks ago, whatever, we were or the, the preview show, we were both looking forward to it. Thought it was going to be a really good card. There was nothing that, you know, looked like it was going to be bad. Um, and they delivered. So solid wrestling show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a nine, honestly. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the event. Um, I don't know what what could have given it a given it a ten. Um, probably pyro. I really miss the pyro. I don't care if you're trying to save money on a budget. Give me some pyro. You're supposed to be the circus. Give me the circus. That's what would have given you a ten. But instead, you get a nine. No mercy. That's what I'm showing. And also, quick plug, my improvisational team, Mr. Miyagi's. School of Karate and Improvisational Comedy will be performing this Saturday night at the Push Comedy Theater at Improvageddon. It's the sequel for us, and we will be showing No Mercy. We're going for the win that hammer, the hammer of Lowell, the hammer Stanley. PushComedyTheater.com. Tickets are only $5. Come and see me, do funny. And uh, this has been my version of the No Mercy review. Uh, hope you all have a great day. And uh, yeah, Iggy!